Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. It's back. And by it's back, I'm talking about NFL football. Actually, preseason football for that matter. Yes, we get excited about that here, folks. The reason I'm excited is because it's now available on no halftime. Literally, I am doing challenges right now for preseason football. You can call me a junkie. You can call me an addict. That's okay. I, I'm okay with that. I have come to grips with that reality. But if you if, if you are one of them too, or your friend is one of them, or your family is one of them, or your coworkers is one of them, get them to register right now on no halftime. Use the code word CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K at sign up. They'll go ahead and get $10 on their account instantly it's fantasy football guys men play it women play it now kids play it now families play it together jobs and co-workers and everybody play it this is your chance to bond with people over football fantasy football daily fantasy sports player versus player all on no halftime preseason football is live guys right this second go on there send me some challenges join our clock dodgers league whatever you want to do it's too much fun to wait don't wait for the regular season i'm telling you right now go ahead and download it and register guys now All right, guys, thank you for listening. This is episode 36 of the Clock Dodgers podcast that you have downloaded and are listening to right now. You did download this, right? You're not just playing it, right? You wouldn't do that to me. You wouldn't do that to Clock Dodgers. You you wouldn't treat family in that way. I know you downloaded it. I have total faith in you. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in today in all seriousness. Um, this episode, I'm going to do things a little bit different. Um, I, As you guys know, typically, um, each Clock Dodgers episode has a guest or, or, or more than one guest for that matter. Um, and we just go, you know, we, we talk, we chat like any friends would, um, and we just kick it and, and talk about whatever the, uh, the flavor of the day is, right? It could be fantasy football, it could be, you know, a, a TV show, it could be random, all kinds of random stuff, um, that are happening in the world, cultural, social things, social issues, um, just entertainment in general, sports in general. But today I'm at, it's actually just me. How special is it for you that you get just me today? <laughs> uh, I know. For, I know. You know, uh, I don't mean to disappoint anybody because there's no guest, but I, I am the guest. <laughs> well, I guess this is my, my home, so it's not, I'm not a guest, but it's just me today. And, and there's a couple of reasons why. Um, the, the main reason why is I actually I got an email from someone, and I'm not going to say the person's name. I'm not really going to. I'm going to hold out some details from the email itself um, just because it's, it's, you know, it's not really, I guess it wasn't intended for the whole world to hear technically speaking. And I don't, I don't feel like putting that person out there in any way, shape or form. Um, but it, the email that I received um, seriously touched me uh, in the heart. It, it, it basically, it epitomizes why I do this. 
why I created Clock Dodgers, the brand, the website, the podcast, why everyone that listens to this right now, everyone who visits ClockDodgers.com, everybody in the Clock Dodgers chat, uh, who follows me on Twitter, Instagram, why this is why you guys are so important to me. Um, it's not just some fluff. This isn't just um, you know some podcast to get you information. Um, it, it's 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 a, it's a way for me to connect with you guys and to connect with my guests and to talk with people um, about their lives, about things they're passionate about, about things they have an, uh, an incredible amount of knowledge with um, that can um, be entertaining and can educate um, those listening and myself because every episode um, before. I do the episode, and by the end of the episode, I've learned something new. I've created a new bond with somebody, and I've shared it with you guys, and we've all kind of done it together. Um, so so none of this is possible uh, without you guys. You guys are, are what make it great, um, and I don't just say that. Um, so I just want to kind of – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the email um, because literally if this podcast never does nothing, right, if it never took off, if it never – becomes, you know, one of those hot podcasts. If I, if it doesn't blow up into this huge thing, that's okay. Because this email makes it okay. Because this email is all that really matters. Um, the emails like this are the only reason I do this. Um, because this is the biggest payoff. Um, some people get into things for financial gain, for um, fame, uh, you know, wh whatever, whatever it could be a status thing for people to feed an ego. Um, but you guys know, and it's, the, it's like the clock dodger motto. And I preach it daily every time on here. Um, and I preach it in conversations with people, um, you know, to be kind, to be great, to be the best that you can be to treat others as good as you possibly can. Um, you know, and, and to stay humble. And so that, that's what this is about for me. Um, sure, other things are, are a great bonus if they come along with it. Um, but, you know, making the friends that I've made through this podcast is is incredible. And if I can help one person in any kind of way and push them, um, especially because I created this site to escape, to dodge, as I say, the nine to five mindset, which is why I always tell you guys that um, if you have a passion, follow it. If you have a passion, just just give it a little bit of effort. And go towards it. I know it could be scary. I know it could be something that you don't feel you have time for. But I created this to show you that I'm 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 just like you guys. I have a, another job. I have a job. I have a family. I have children. Um, I have a lot of responsibility. But I still do this because this is where my passion lies. Um, I don't mean my passion doesn't lie in my family. I just mean like the job and stuff, you know. Um, so this is where this is what I wanted to do. Uh, no matter what scale it, it, it went to, which where it's gone so far and where it's going is amazing. Um, but no matter what scale it went to, I just wanted to, to connect with people and talk to people and relate with people and let them or kind of push them to do what I'm doing here. Um, so so the email I got, let me just jump straight into the email because this, this was, like I said, one of the greatest things that ever came across my phone or, or anything in my life. Um, so again, I'm going to leave any names out or anything that could really, you know, cue you to who this person is. Cause I just feel like it's not uh, necessary. Um, if that person wants to tell you who they are later, you know, they're more than welcome to, and I'll of course help get that out there. But if they want to keep it to themselves, I'm good with that. So 
I really don't want to read the email because, again, this kind of gives away, uh, kind of, you know, puts the person out there, um, like I said, who may not have wanted to be put out there. But basically what it gets at is the fact that this person, um, you know, was approached to do something and wanted to do this thing that they were approached to do, but for a while didn't feel necessarily that they were doing the the right thing by by taking part in this they they felt it they wanted to do it but they just weren't sure if they were i don't want to say good enough but you know maybe they didn't feel like it was the right moment or um you know they just maybe felt like maybe what they were trying to do wasn't up to par per se um and what they said was although they were being encouraged by loved ones and stuff to go ahead and do it um they were kind of just you know holding off on it i guess you could say um but they they mentioned that my words at the end of my last podcast um gave them the courage to take that step and, and do um this thing that they were kind of stuck on um you know they go on to mention you know they were a little frustrated um especially you know at work at their regular job and and wondering whether they were doing the right thing um, where they were working and what they were trying to pursue um, in the future and and just felt that maybe this thing that they weren't doing um, would have made them happier and and basically you know the, the the gist of it is that you know the the words that I shared at the end of the podcast pushed this person that extra step to just go for it, to just do it. Um, no matter what the outcome is going to be now for this person, they still can say, I did it, I tried it, and the outcome could be beautiful. It, it could lead to exactly what this person wants, right? Or it could just lead to saying, hey, I tried it. It wasn't for me. It wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, but I don't think that's going to be the outcome. I think this person is going to be very, very happy doing what they're doing, and, and people are going to love um, the product that this person puts out. Um, again, I don't, I don't, I would share the name of the person. Um, maybe, maybe after this episode comes out, they want to tell me to share it and I'll, and I'll do so. Um, but at, at this moment, I just don't want to, um, because like I said, it was a personal thing. It was an email. Um, but basically what I'm getting at is at, at this whole time, you know, that I'm doing this podcast, it is to motivate people to do exactly that. Um, you know, to, if, Everyone has something. I'm not saying you're not happy in life, because even before I started this podcast and Clock Dodgers and the website, I was happy. I'm still happy. <laughs> I got a beautiful family, beautiful wife, uh, beautiful kids. Uh, every, everything is fine. But there was always in the back of my mind this this website, this this podcast that I wanted to do. And so here I am doing it. Um, and it's been great. And this person wanted to do something and they weren't sure how to, how to get pushed into that direction and just do it. And now they are. Um, so nothing, whether it's, you know, download numbers, money, um, attention, uh, credit or anything for clock dodgers could mean more to me than this email. Like literally if that's it, if that's all that ever comes to this podcast, besides the awesome people that I meet and that I'm totally good. I'm good. Like that, that really is enough because we have to learn to appreciate these things, right? We get so wrapped up in, you know, what society tells us we should strive for and what, you know, what our goals are. You have to make your own goals. You know what I mean? Whether they're personal, uh, whether they're financial, whether they're spiritual, whether they're just, you know, moral goals. I mean, whatever it could be, 
um, I, I highly encourage you um, to just do things. Um, people who want to be comedians or actors or musicians or athletes or podcasters or, or writers or you want to be a doctor, like just do it. Just try to do it. Um, I promise you, you'll never regret that you tried. It's when you don't do it, when you don't try, that's what you regret. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very accurate quote um, that everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Um, and that's just, you know, what I'm trying to help people do um, by showing you and telling you and preaching it daily um, that it's totally possible. And that's why we do this. Um, so, again, maybe this mattered more to me than it mattered to you guys. I hate to to drag it out and, uh, you know, to, to keep discussing it. But for me, it meant something. And I just wanted you guys to know that um, I wanted to share in that feeling uh, because it was special to me. So it's basically my way to tell you guys thank you. Um, thank you to the person who sent this email. Thank you to anybody who's ever supported Clock Dodgers. Some from the jump, from the, from the very beginning. Some who come along now and the, uh, at this moment. And, and, and the future people who do as well, um, those who have written for ClockDodgers.com, those who have been guests on Clock Dodgers podcast, anybody who's even just, you know, gave me some advice or, or, or pushed me to do something like this. Um, thank you. OK, that's what this, that's what this is basically about. Now that that's out of the way, um, I do have some other things that I want to talk about. This is going to this is basically going to jump all over the place. Um, but one, one of the key things that I've been wanting to talk about um, is this dynasty football draft that we did. Um, I, me and basically people from the Fantasy Life app uh, got together just to do a mock, uh, mock dynasty draft and just to see kind of, you know, gauge where people were at, kind of what's been, you know, the, the trends and, and see what's going on. So this was done I want to say a week ago, a week or two ago, before preseason football started. And there was some really, really interesting things um, that took place in this dynasty draft. Some I agree with, some I totally disagree with. Um, first off, my team is definitely nasty, right? Um, but we'll, we'll get to my team. Um, my team will get to. Um, what I do want to look, um, kind of look at here and just kind of see... Um, things that happened. So, for instance, you guys know I'm a Raiders fan. Um, Amari Cooper fell to the second round. Second round. Uh, mind you, I didn't get to draft him because he went before me, right before me, I think. But um, the second round for Amari Cooper, come on, guys. You know that's not acceptable. Not in a dynasty draft. Not in a dynasty draft. No way. Um, it, it Basically, you know what? It doesn't even matter necessarily where people went i just want to kind of look at some of these teams and break them down and and see what uh what you guys think so let's start with a guy who wanted this mock draft deleted asap because he didn't want any record of this thing um my boy aj um wasn't you know he wasn't very happy with his draft um i'm sure he made every excuse in the book for why it ended up the way it, it did but it's really not terrible um, some of the, some of the key players I like on his team, Jameis Winston, uh, Devonta Freeman, Carlos Hyde. I'm, I'm a fan of this year, as long as he stays healthy. Um, you got Corey Coleman. 
I'm not crazy about Corey Coleman, but in a dynasty, he makes sense. Um, in a redraft, obviously, it's it's a different game, even though some people love him in redrafts too. But um, he, he's a good guy to take a shot on in a dynasty draft. Um, he did get Eric Ebron. Ugh, ugly, right? Not not my cup of tea. Langford, not my cup of tea. Um, he did go with some younger backs like McKinnon. Uh, he drafted Crew, wire seer. Uh, so... Although I like to give AJ a hard time, it's it's really not a terrible team as uh, I would like it to be <laughs> to make fun of him. Um, I'm trying to see here who who got um, we got Michael USA number one got himself some Houston boys Lamar Miller and Hopkins. Not bad, not bad, not bad. Um, some I'm trying I'm trying to find some names that stick out to me that I you know I I found interesting at least. Um, Adam, Adam Cohn, Adam at Adam WX21. He got Derrick Henry. I'm trying to see. I, I can't. Uh, I'm trying to see what round he got him in. He drafted him. He was a 51st player drafted. Uh, see, now that's a guy who I wasn't crazy about. But after that first preseason game, mm, I'm starting to re- rethink that a little bit because he looked pretty damn good. I, I mean, it's preseason, playing against some backups and stuff. So obviously, you got to lend to that. Um, but he still, you know, he, he definitely went up, up in my ranks, um, a little bit because of that, because I seen, okay, I know, I know people say it's just preseason. Don't give it any credit. I cannot disagree with you more. Um, although it's preseason and I acknowledge that and I acknowledge it's backups and it's vanilla play calling. It's not necessarily the stats that you have to that you have to acknowledge it's the ability, right? Um, you see the ability of certain players that you know maybe you weren't sure could even do it, you know could even translate, could even you know mesh with their new team, and then you see that they are there is a connection or there is um, that ability to to do something, and then you know I, I take credit to that in, in the preseason. It's, I can't ignore that in my mind. Um, so I, I acknowledge it and it's worked out pretty well. Sure. Some guys are still going to bust that you've seen, you know, flash in the preseason, but, um, a guy like Derrick Henry to me, um, proved that, yeah, he actually can, he can actually hang in this league. Um, so, so I definitely like that. Um, you got, uh, Andrew, uh, AKA at jet life drafted some, some decent players. You got Dixon who I like a lot in dynasty. Um, of course, he's got Cam Newton, which you can't you can't root against. T.Y. Hilton, I'm not crazy about T.Y. Hilton. Um, the guy has the guy has talent, but I'm not I'm not crazy about him. A lot of people like Moncrief even more than him. Um, he got Hilton. Let's see what pick was it? 21st. See for me. Yeah, I mean, even if you're in a 12 team league, that's you know that's second round right there. Um, shoot, I mean that's almost that's almost second round in a 10 team draft. Um, I, I could probably name, you know, 20 guys that I like more than him or 21 guys, whatever the case may be. But um, it's understandable. He's got Treadwell, too. So he's got some young guys to mix it up with. But uh, not crazy about T.Y. Hilton. Where are some more guys we got here? Let's see. Um, JJK. Uh, JJK. Jeff. Jeff. Let's see who Jeff got. See, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff doing some work here. See, Jeff is a big Sammy Coates fan. <laughs> that may be your downfall, my friend. Because um, Sammy Coates looked terrible in preseason. Two fumbles? Two fumbles? But I have to give him credit because he is a Pittsburgh fan. He has stuck by his guy. Um, you know, he, don't get me wrong. He's not out there trumping this guy up to be 
you know, some top some top wide receiver or nothing, but he does think he has value, um, which he certainly could be right because this guy could be the number two wide receiver in Pittsburgh. Um, so he's an interesting guy that um, that Jeff is a big fan of, JJK. He's a big fan of Sammy Coates, but he's got some other wide receivers that he doesn't need Sammy Coates to be a guy. In this, in this draft, he drafted Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Allen Hearns. So young dudes, productive dudes, top of their, you know, uh, respective class and Jones and Allen Hearns, you know, good young talent. So he he did his thing. Sammy Coates for him is just a bench player, a flex player. Um, so I can't really knock his draft at all. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, two drink minimum. The the guy who took Amari Cooper from me. All right. I mean, just for that, he's got a good draft. He also got, it's funny, he's got Kevin White. And Amari Cooper, who, as you guys know, in the draft, in their in their draft, when they came out into the NFL, were actually you know the two that were um, heralded heralded to be the top two in the class. People were going back and forth which one was really worth the first wide receiver off the board. Um, so he got both of those guys. Uh, he also has Moncrief, so his wide receivers look set. If if Kevin White can live up to potential and Moncrief can live up to half the damn hype he's getting right now. He also has David Johnson, Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon. So he this you know, two drink minimum crushed it. He did great. Uh let's see who else we got here. Van Cleve, my boy Brian. He's got some he see he mixed up veterans with young guys. He wasn't afraid to go vet. His his quarterbacks are um basically older than shit. Older than dirt at this point. Eli Manning and Tom Brady. Um, but I guess you figure you get a couple years out of him. But that's uh, interesting that he went two older uh, quarterbacks. Uh, he went AP, another you know guy who's getting up there in age, especially for a running back, Larry Fitzgerald. But he did mix it up with some young guys. Latavius Murray, who I will continue to say this. You guys can continue to hate on Latavius Murray and say DeAndre Washington is taking his job, but I promise you he's not. Um, so, so kudos to you for not being afraid of Latavius Murray, Jarvis Landry, one of my favorite young wide receivers. He has him, he's got Gronkowski. So he, he did his thing. You know, I I can't knock him because he, he took Latavius Murray and the Raiders defense. Smart guy, smart guy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, we got Brandon, Brandon did pretty good too. Um, Brandon got AJ Green, Sammy Watkins, um, Devontae Parker, Drafted a lot of young wide receivers, so he, he was set up there perfectly. Um, Dalton, not crazy about, but, you know, age-wise and ability-wise, you know, it's not a bad quarterback to have in Dynasty. He got Rawls and Bernard as his two top running backs. PPR, uh, Bernard obviously carries more value there. Rawls, you know, it's still to be determined how good that guy will be, but um, a lot of people have a lot of faith in him, so can't knock it. And the last team, uh, Patrick, Team Hoffman here, um, he got he got Le'Veon Bell. He took the gamble on uh, whether that guy will get his, you know, his, his shit together or whether he'll uh, go the Josh Gordon route. Well, you know, I like to believe Josh Gordon is on to uh, bigger and better things now. But um, Le'Veon Bell, nope. A lot of people aren't talking about that. That dude fails one more drug test. Mm, it's not going to be pretty. He did get Marvin Jones, who's one of my favorite young wide receivers as far as his situation goes. He did get Le'Veon Bell's backup and D'Angelo Williams, who obviously will will make sense um, early on. Malcolm Mitchell, wide receiver for New England that I like a lot, a young guy. Allen Robinson, can't knock that. He did get Michael Floyd, 
one of the trifecta in Arizona. Uh, will he be the best wide receiver in Arizona? Will John Brown be the best wide receiver? Eh, you know, it's it's hard to really you know to really tell, but he did pretty good himself as well. And the best team, which is my team, of course. <laughs> listen, listen to this team and tell me I didn't knock this out of the park. Derek Carr, Derek Carr at quarterback. Enough said. Ezekiel Elliott and Eddie Lacy as my two top running backs. Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead and try to find a negative so far. My wide receivers: Mike Evans, Lockett, Shepard. Willie Sneed, Josh Gordon, bro, you, you haven't found a hole yet. I know you haven't. Tight ends, Gary Barnage. Okay, I'm not crazy about Gary Barnage. Let's let's be serious here. But my backup is Clyde Walford, who I am a big fan of. So I so I covered. See, that's what I like to do in dynasties. It's kind of my thing. If I'm gonna draft a guy who's old, old or older, I should say, at a position, then I'd like to get a, a young guy to back him up. Um, so that's kind of like, you know, he's, 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 he's prepping my young guy, you know, to take his job when it's, when the time comes, uh, I got the Broncos defense. Can't go wrong there. Mason Crosby as my kicker. Not really important, but it's, it's a fact. My bench, uh, I have Frank Gore as a running back on the bench. Um, Deandre Washington can't go wrong there. Tyrod Taylor as a backup quarterback. Um, we'll see how he does, but then I grabbed, I draft, I know I drafted one of Seattle's, uh, running backs too. I think it was, uh, CJ. That I drafted so not not bad I actually I wish we were really going to run this league um and actually play it out but you know guys want to delete it because they're a little embarrassed AJ um but that's that's a killer squad it was fun to do the mock draft um especially for dynasty because you know typically if you're in a dynasty league you're not like in a ton of them um at least for me it's like I don't want to be in like 10 dynasty leagues or three dynasty leagues I'd rather have one dynasty league maybe and then kind of mix it up with some redraft leagues, maybe two dynasties if you really, really enjoy them. Um, but I feel like too many dynasties can be can be difficult, you know, to kind of keep carrying along with. Um, but it's but it's a lot of fun, guys. Um, thank you to everybody who mock drafted me on that. That was that was that was really that was really cool of you guys to all show up and do that. Um, so major props to you guys. Now the last thing I wanted to do on this episode, I just wanted to. I had some random thoughts, articles I seen recently, um, things I had read or watched. And I just wanted to discuss them. So the first thing, and I know I forget who I had this conversation with. Um, well, first of all, shout out to everyone in the Olympics. Um, t- shout out to USA. Women's gymnastics, swimming teams. Um, just shout out to everybody. The soccer, volleyball, whatever, whatever you do out there in the Olympics. Shout out to every single one of them. You know, USA is killing it. Straight up killing it. Um, so shout out to all those guys, shout out to Michael Phelps, who, uh, is retiring, who, 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 you know, wasn't even necessarily always in the plans to come back this year, I don't believe, and he crushed it again. Um, so, so shout out to him. Definitely. I've, I've had this conversation with some people. Is he one of the top athletes ever in the world? It's kind of a, it's kind of a weird conversation to have because if LeBron James swim his whole life, would he crush michael phelps um you know it's like one of the arguments could michael phelps play basketball could he have played football if he did those his whole life i don't know you know what i mean it's hard as the olympics is a funny thing right because a lot of people don't believe that our best best athletes 
try to be in those sports, right? Because um, they want to be football players or basketball players or you know, or whatever. Um, so, you know, like you have a guy like um, uh, Jenner, you know, um, he's on a Wheaties box and, you know, one of the greatest male athletes ever. But really, was he? I mean, could the guy play basketball with the best of them in the NBA? Could he play football in the NFL? It's just, you know, it's kind of a, a thin line to walk when you when you say best athletes in UC Olympics because they are amazing athletes. But are they really our best? Because not everybody goes into that or tries to do that. And, and so, you know, could football players or basketball players cross over into the Olympics and do those things? And could Olympic athletes cross over into those major sports and do them? I don't know. But it's not really, it doesn't really matter because the NFL players, the NBA players are amazing for what they do. And then the Olympic players do what they do and we love it. Um, I can't lie, man. You watch gymnastics and that stuff and you're like, how are they doing that? And shout out to the women's gymnastics team because I, I always, I always like watching them, man. Ever since I was a kid, even when I was a kid, I don't know, what was it, fourth grade or something? I even had a folder um, for the women's gymnastics team. That sounds kind of corny, right? But I was in love with them girls, man. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that group of girls. It had, like, Dominique Dawkins, I think. And uh, I can't think of any of the names off the top of my head except hers. But, uh, man, I was, I was like, in love with them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, they, they, they crushed it. So so major shout-out to them. Um, definitely important, I think, to have your kids watch that stuff and, and see it. One, one cool thing that I've seen, well, I don't know if you call it cool. You can call it uh, dumb, actually, if you want. Um, but did you guys see the um, the purple circles that were on some of the athletes, you know, specifically Michael Phelps? I read this article from the New York Times. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Cupping. That's what those purple circles are. It's called Cupping. It's like something that they do. Um, they, they, they swear that it, like, uh, you know, keeps them injury-free, speeds up recovery. It's really interesting, actually. It's kind of like getting a hickey, you know, when you when, – uh, when a, when a girl like does that sucking on you and it kind of pops all your capillaries and gives you a hickey, that's what that is basically. It's another form of that where your capillaries are all bursted, you know, and uh, on your on your body wherever they do it, uh, and it's called cupping. So so check that article out, New York Times. Uh, it was really really interesting, really interesting stuff. Um, whether it really helps, who knows? I mean, these guys are Olympic athletes and they say it does. So um, you want you want to believe them. Because, you know, they're, they're, they're obviously doing something they, they, they say is helping them. So, um, well, will I walk around with purple circles on me cupping? No, but I'm not an Olympic athlete either. So, um, there's definitely a difference there. <laughs> um, another, um, another thing I found interesting today, actually, I've seen it. Ah, man, I can't now. I'm forgetting who did the actual interview. I want to say it was GQ magazine um, with Cam Newton. Did you guys see this? Um, I know this is kind of a, a sensitive subject, um, always has been in this country for, for good reason. And then obviously there's a lot of tension right now uh, with, with things going on in our country with police and, 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 and African-Americans and, and Trump and all these things, um, which we've actually talked about on previous episodes as well. So if you guys want to go back and check those episodes out. Um, I highly recommend them. But Cam Newton, uh, in a in a G, G, GQ article, um, basically, I don't, I don't have the exact quote here, but he basically feels that he doesn't think he's being subjected to extra scrutiny because he's black. Uh, it's it's an interesting 
thing. I, you know, you guys go check out the article again. It's a GQ article. Um, so go go check that out. Show them some love. Um, but he, you know, it, it, you can look at it all different ways as far as how you want to take his his response to it. Um, you know, he basically says that he doesn't think it, in, in his world he doesn't see through colored glasses or anything. And you know, if they criticize him, it's for other reasons. It's not for his color, which is great. I mean, that's awesome. I, you know, I tend to think that way as well. When I see a person, I don't really relate it to color in any way. I mean, I just judge people for what I see and that's kind of what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, oh, you know, white means this, black means that, you know what I mean? I, don't, I just don't think that way, but, um, that's probably just the way I was brought up or the way I've kind of, um, the way I've kind of, you know, moved through life but other people obviously have different experiences different perspectives and to each their own um but it but it's i like when when athletes talk about these things or people um with a voice discuss these things because it gets us talking um which you know for some people it's uncomfortable to talk about these things and i and i've said this on previous podcasts politics religion race um these things make people uncomfortable and some people don't even want to touch the conversation. Um, Clock Dodgers, we've never shied away from the conversation. So certainly, if you're listening right now and you want, you know, you want to talk one of these things, if you want to talk that talk, whether it's religion, cultural issues, social issues, you know, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, uh, my email. Maybe we can get you on the podcast, have a, have a, have a quick conversation about some things because, you know, we never shy away from that here. Because again, the goal is to connect with people, you know, to conversate. I may not agree with your dialogue. I may not agree with your, you know, your side of things, but I, I'm sure willing to hear it. You know what I mean? I'm sure willing to argue it or debate it or just to hear you out. Because that's, again, the beauty of life, right? Connecting with people, um, making this connection with each other. That's why we enjoy this thing. So, um, of course, you know, again, I don't shy away from that here. Um, go check out that article. I'm just trying to reference some things for you guys to go check out and, uh, you know, look into because I, these are just some interesting things that have caught my eye, uh, as of late. So th those are my two major, uh, recommendations, the cupping thing. I just find it interesting. Um, and then of course, like I said, that Cam Newton article kind of just, you know, it just kind of popped up randomly, but I think it's worth, you know, it's worth reading and, and seeing his perspective, how he looks at things. Um, and of course, people are going to have many uh, opinions on this, depending on which side you come from and which you know feeling you have. Um, but it is, you know, like I said, to each their own. It is what it is. It is what it is. There's no right or wrong. There's just perspective. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's impossible to tell somebody they're right or they're wrong. You know, in their perspective, they're right, and that's it. I mean, you can't really change someone's perspective. Um, so that 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 is what it is. But check those articles out for sure. Um, high, highly recommended. Uh, good good articles. Good stuff to see. Um, other than that, man, I really don't have much more to say today. Um, my main goal was just to talk to you guys one on one. Um, I had guests and and, and people um, lined up or that I could have released today, but I just wanted to make this a little more personal between me and you. From my mouth to your ears, um, you know, just thanking you guys for this for this journey that we're on. It's really been a short ride so far, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But I've met so many cool people and talked to so many cool people because of this right here. Um, and I just plan to keep running with that. 
Um, and there's a lot of cool things in, 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 in the plans here. You know what I mean? Um, clock Dodger wristbands. I'm going to, I'm going to release a certain amount soon. Um, more than likely I'm going to sell like 50 of them, right? Uh, I'll package them with like a sticker, you know, a wristband and a sticker for like $5. And then my plan is to take at least half of the funds from that and do something cool. Um, charity wise, I haven't figured out exactly what charity yet or how, what I'm, what I'm going to do exactly how I'm going to move with that. But, um, that's kind of the goal, um, to release like 50 of them, make it, you know, make it special. Um, shout out to those who already have them. You know what I mean? I just, just a, uh, a token of appreciation to you guys for that. Um, shout out to anybody who's ever purchased a clock Dodgers t-shirt, read a clock Dodgers article, listen to a clock Dodgers podcast. The only thing that I ask of you guys it's not to spend money or nothing like that. Um, is to spread the word of Clock Dodgers. Um, the more people who listen to this podcast, the better. The more people we can connect to, the better. The more people whose voice we can hear, the better. Um, so please subscribe to the podcast, download the episodes, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers, um, tell someone who you think uh, would enjoy this um, because. There's a lot of people listening now, but there could be so many more people listening. I know you guys know one other person that you could share with. If every single person who listens right now shares this with one other person today, that that's important, man. That's special. Um, and I can't thank you enough for that. Um, as always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Clock Dodgers. Um, hit me up on my email. Clockdodgers at gmail.com if you have any questions, foul or no fouls, guest suggestions, um, suggestions for the website. If you're interested in, in writing or submitting an article for the website, feel free to hit me up. Remember, you just need that push. You know what I mean? Just just hit me up. You know, there's not there's nothing wrong with just I just want to connect with you. <laughs> so so hit me up. Um, any ideas you guys have, a- anything at all. Clock Dodgers is you. I mean, if you're listening to this right now, you're a clock dodger through and through and you know it. You know it. That's why we're here together. You know what I mean? So um, let's just continue to make this thing great. Um, Continue to make you great because you are great. You know what I mean? You're special and you need to let other people know they're special. There's a lot of a lot of pain in this world, a lot of darkness, a lot of sadness. Um, So it's up to us to make people smile, to brighten their day, to make people feel good. Um, And that's what we're going to keep doing. Um, Lots of cool fantasy football podcasts in the near future. We're going to ride fantasy football podcasts out the entire season. Going to try to drop at least one fantasy football specific podcast every week. Um, So check out those. Look out for those. Um, And then I'm also going to try to do at least one episode a week that's not fantasy football. um, That is going to be kind of like a clock dodger spotlight on, on, on a different person every week. Um, whether it's, um, again, I, I have a lot of people <laughs> lined up for these things, but, um, you're going to hear from musicians, uh, artists, paint, like painting artists type of thing, drawing type of artists, um, actresses, actors, comedians, um, I'm trying to think of what else I have lined up, like specifically model. If you model dance, um, you know, uh, you're a fitness junkie, uh, you know, if you're a junkie in anything, like you have some crazy passion or anything, you're probably going to be on here at some point or another. Like that's what we're looking for. You know what I mean? To connect with people like that. Um, so I have a lot of cool guests lined up. 
Um, it's just all a matter of time. So you just ride with us, just stick with us, keep supporting the movement. Please, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to it. It's like critical. Um, and try to get other people you know to subscribe. It's really, 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 really important. Shout out to the sponsor, No Halftime. Um, again, they are they are literally live right now, preseason challenges on there. Um, I, I, got, I went crazy when I seen it because I, I didn't actually hear. They didn't actually contact me directly and tell me as soon as it happened. I caught wind of it before they told me. Um, and I was already on there doing my thing, but I want to see some of you guys on there. So, um, hit me up on the no halftime app. Um, preseason games are live and remember promo code clock C L O C K and you get free $10. Also, if you actually, um, shoot them an email or, or message them on Twitter, let them know clock Dodger sent you be really cool. If you let them review review on the iTunes store or the, uh, um, you know, Android store and stuff like that. If you leave them a review, it'd be really cool of you. Um, but they'll actually send you a free t-shirt if you mention Clock Dodgers and, and leave that review. Um, which again, I, I've said it before on other episodes, that shirt is seriously one of the most comfortable shirts I ever had. So um, it's, it's worth it. All you got to do is, is hollow, hit them up. You know what I mean? Um, and, and also, like I said, thank you to any guests that have ever been on the show um, in the past. You guys are, are great people. Um, shout out to Matt Harmon and uh, Mike Wright. That episode was, uh, I don't think it was even close um, as far as um, listener, you know, downloads and everything. That that episode pretty much blew everything out the water <laughs> and, 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 and set a new precedent. So um, I, I look forward to each episode, you know, trying to outdo the next episode as far as um, the listeners go, the downloads go, stuff like that. Um, but it's been a crazy support for Clock Dodgers. So thank you guys. Um, that's really it. I don't want to keep rambling on. I got guests to get to. I got guests on this podcast coming up. And I not well, not on this podcast, but future episodes that I have to get to. Um, new content also on clockdodgers.com. Check it out, guys. Keep stay with us for, for the site because there's gonna be uh, there's QB rankings up there now, and then running backs, wide receivers, tight ends to follow. So look for that stuff. Um, compass report that new new, uh, new compass reports will, will be out soon that's covering each division um, shout out to at shy ruxin uh, for starting that up i appreciate it um, big ups to him uh, geeky bugle some new articles should be coming out soon for that too shout out to tony uh, aka mr me seeks um, and shout out to anybody else who has submitted um, stuff recently i'm trying to think if there's any other new new big things there's some stuff coming but just be on the lookout cloudodgers.com bookmark that bad boy um because there's lots of cool stuff coming on there and again if you're interested in writing if you're interested in submitting something um it doesn't have to be a weekly piece it could just be a a one-time piece if you want to try to get your feet wet um or it could be something uh, that you do whenever you feel like it um hit me up again easiest way is probably twitter or the the gmail email oh that sounded cool the gmail email hit me up there um Big stuff coming, guys. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. We're out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to stop by clockdodgers.com and follow us on Twitter.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.